Are we recording? We are now recording. We are doing yeah. the Monday Mass. Today God. is March 7th. Todd's had... 20, I can tell Todd's had a lot of coffee. 2023, the day after snowboarding changed. What? That's what I'm calling it. Oh, my gosh. Day after natural selection, Revelstoke. Hold on. So, me... like, is 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 B, BNS and ANS before natural selection, yes. after A-N- natural selection? ANS. The this is the you Monday Mass. Is silent. Did you already say this is the Monday Mass, uh, the world's greatest action sports podcast, and also an action sports podcast about nothing? Yeah. Um, you you can, did? You can handle that. Today it's this a, podcast. Uh, when fuck. Are you calling can we, I'm going to call him right after we do the ad block, so let me do it because oh you're going to fucking you're blow, gonna it. blow it. You're so combative <sighs> today. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really revved up from yesterday. Yesterday was a real rev up of a day. Okay, here we go. Ad block. <laughs> go ahead, Todd. The Monday Mass is proudly brought to you by Mountain High at Mountain High Snow. You can't get there yet, but when you do, it's going to be freaking awesome. Powder? Just snow on snow on <laughs> snow, and the road's still fucking closed. Okay. At K2 dot snowboarding, K2 snowboards. You can use that at Mountain High if you could possibly get to any of the local resorts in Southern California. It's been two weeks. Maybe buy another shovel. Maybe we'll talk about the access and snow news. Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. I just, you know, I just got to interject. You always gonna, I got to I gotta you bother just, you about a couple you just things. just screw up the ad blog. At pedal dot electric. We've got them. We've got them. They work great. Um, that's all I have to say about that. They're great. Bachans, Japanese barbecue sauce at Try Bachans. Uh, have you tried the new lid, Chris? Dude, I tried the new lid last night on some uh, dr- chicken drumsticks. It's freaking liddy, dude. It's you can so, get so much a, sauce a great on, experience. Your, on your meat. What? At Herschel Supply Co. Herschel Supply. Backpacks, bags, gloves, you name it, they've got it for your travel needs. Put something in a bag and bring it with you with a Herschel logo on it. Beneath Apparel, at BN3TH Apparel. You would have been changing your Beneath Apparel yesterday had you been sitting on top of any of the terrain that was on offer at Natural Selection. I also would be... Do you ever change your clothes? (laughs) At Bub's Naturals. Bub's Naturals, collagen... And other healthy MCT stuff. Brain MCT oil. brain oil. Yeah. Yep. Todd's informed. Yeah, I'm informed. Sponsors. At Panic and Coffee and Tea. He knows about this one. I had mad caffeine before I came in can here. Can you tell everybody? At Panic and Coffee. I'm just trying to get through dude this, is on dude. We fire. have a we have a guest on hold, basically. On hold. As far as I'm concerned. He's still on a cliff. He's waiting. The top of a mountain. At New Greens. New Greens is back. Chris. We cha- we're, we're, we're going to New Greens. We're going back to New Greens because they've just released a tidbit of information. New Greens was on a, a year hiatus to reformulate, repackage, and relaunch going greener? the greatest powdered vegetable substitute the world has ever seen. I don't fucking know. I'm just making shit up as I go along. I can't believe uh, these people actually give us money to do this. fans like Todd's ad blocks. The advertisers do not like they Todd's ad blocks. They are not so fans. I don't know... Keep going. Okay, here we go. Hanson Surfboards. At Hanson Surfboards, it's not too late to get snowboard gear because God knows this season is going to go for flipping ever. it's the best time because it's on sale now. It is on sale. Hot sales are happening right now. Hanson Surfboards. You can go to Hanson Surfboards online 
or into the store and be uh, physical. In the them. store. Physicality. At diecutstickers.com. They just gave me some sick stickers that go underneath every stop sign that you have in your neighborhood that say, saying Frontside Indie. They should go under stop signs. They're going to be great. Yield? But yield, yield, to, yield to a Frontside Indie. All right, here we go. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call our first guest. We're gonna start off with snowboard news, brought to you by. What's your passcode? Zero 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 zero. All right. Zero. Chris is officially the easiest phone to break into on the planet. Okay, what here we go. Snowboard there? news is brought to you by at K2 Snowboarding, and we are gonna talk to Ben Ferguson. Please answer your phone, Ferg. Dude, after all that. I know. This is all a big, a big rush job. Is he still on the mountain? or We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Hello? Ferg, it's Richards. And? And Chris Come on, I'm here too. All right, sorry. Hi, Ben. I'm, I'm here we're too. Really excited, we're really excited to talk to you. Um, first of all, first and foremost, where are you? Are you still in Revelstoke right now? Yes, we're in Revelstoke. All right. It's, a, it's Bluebird Day. Is it a better day than yesterday? Mm. All right. Well, let's talk. What? Let's dive right into this because the people are dying to know. Ben Ferguson drops in right after Travis Rice kicks off the event and finds himself on shit your pants cliff. Can you please elaborate? What I, I want you to talk us through leaving the start gate and ending up on top of that insane face. Where the cliff was? Yeah, I figured, like, if you're going to go against Travis, you kind of got to, like, try to out-Travis Travis. Right, which is... So I was trying to out-Rick the Rick. I was trying to go... I was trying to go for a heavy one. I mean... I was, like, I was like 10 feet to the right, and I needed to be on that other little pillow behind that other tree to enter that thing the right way. And the first time I was posted up... So down to where I wanted to be, but it was just not the like smoothest entrance. So your line, the the line that you really wanted to do was more of like a drop down onto that shelf and then drop off that shelf. You didn't like that was on purpose. You didn't just like find yourself on top of that insane cliff by accident. Yeah, I was putting myself there for sure. Well, you're a fucking psychopath. I'm gonna give you that right now. <laughs> sort of planned. Travis Rice, I had to do like, like it was either go for the craziest shit you can do, or just like do a mellow run and probably get beat. You know. Oh, we know. I mean, it's you know that was your matchup with Travis's was probably my most anticipated matchup of the day because you you guys both have this crazy ability to read terrain uh, far better than normal human beings. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of next it's kind of next level as far as being you know situationally aware of what's happening. So, I, I, like, let's go back a couple days when you guys first get the map out of this zone. I mean, it looks a lot mellower because we were we were watching it on the broadcast. We would see like the far away angle, and then we would see the drone angle of you guys coming up on stuff that you didn't know was coming. So it was like. 
it was this crazy like everyone kind of was being butt puckered for you you know what i mean like we could we could see the terrain coming at you before you guys could see it There was a couple times where we were like, well, initially when we were seeing you kind of roll up on that cliff face, we weren't sure if you knew that that was, you know, that that was coming up on you. We thought maybe you got kind of like lost in the woods a little bit and just ended up on it. And then, <laughs> I mean, dude, I was basically lost in the woods. Right. But like, that is where I wanted to go. But going into it, I'm like, fuck, everything looks the same. These trees all look the same. This is crazy. I think that's my tree. I think that's my pillow entrance. And then I got up on it, and I'm like, okay, this is not it. This thing's too wide. I need to be like 10 feet to the left. I think... Around the other tree. You know, the funny thing was, is like we were saying it on the broadcast, like when people kind of started to head into that zone, there's got to be some moments where people are like, am I following Ben's fucking track from second run here? Like, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm not. I'm not calling you an idiot, dude. I'm just saying, like, it was, it was just one of those things that kind of showed the scale of what this version of natural selection was. This is so different than what we had at Jackson. So, you know, so different than even Alaska because this terrain was, you could legitimately just fall off a sixty footer here, no problem. Oh yeah, like, dude, it was. It was the most intense. Like the day before the contest. It was the most studying a line or a face that I have ever done in my life. Like, it was uh, very stressful. So, like, it was a technical face. Yeah, it was. I think the same. Everything was blind. It was tough to kill yourself on it. Yeah, <laughs> I think most like normal people that go snowboarding's greatest fear is to somehow accidentally find yourself <laughs> caught on top of a cliff. When I was watching your run and a lot of other people's run, in my mind I'm thinking, oh, that's where I would have to get rescued by ski patrol. How how scared are you as you're dropping in and what do you do to get over that fear, if you have any, and get to the bottom of this damn hill? Yeah, I wouldn't call it fear though. I think these guys are pretty pretty on point. I mean, yeah, like so Yeah. anything you do that you're nervous to do, but you do it and you like lace it, that's the that's like why it's fun, you know? Yeah. That's the adrenaline. And so run number two, when you went back up there, um, were you just trying to do a different line or were you trying to put yourself back upon that same thing but with a better entrance than you had the first time? and I knew exactly where I needed to go after that because mm-hmm. I had that old track so I was just trying to like get onto the good part of that you know that panel and then be able to ride it smooth but I just like ended up going a little too deep like a little too close to the edge and <laughs> dude I can't I can't even Yeah, and there was like this big crack through that panel, 
and I like made it onto the first part of the panel and then I had to like jump across the crack and then the crack just kind of caught me and if I would have went in the crack I maybe would not have made it out wow okay so I mean it's it's legit death-defying snowboarding and then okay so you did your two runs Travis moved on so now you're at the bottom um, watching the rest of the day's festivities I mean Dude, it was a it was a bummer to not. I mean, obviously someone has to lose in the matchups, and it was a bummer to lose Craven to Rice. But like those two guys seem to be on a different planet as far as being able to read these the pillows, the big, large, Marge pillows that were up there. Yeah, if you like talk about like if you say Dustin Craven in snowboarding, you know that he's like Putney King, like pillow guy. Yep. You know, like that's the kind of terrain that like he's known for. You watch a Craven part and you see some of the most like technical pillow zones that you'll ever see. And then Ricky's Ricky, you know, like yeah. he's right up there, just as experienced, if not more. And then the way he like goes into terrain with so much confidence. Like that second run in, or the first run in finals that Travis pulled that pillow line and watching that was like so impressive the way he dove into that thing like full on no hesitation yeah he didn't Long stop roll, just like committed 100% it was like really impressive yeah I, I sealed the deal after that it was like okay yeah that's Travis Rice like that's why it was pretty it was pretty funny to watch like Blake's reaction to that up in the start gate for his second run just like okay well I'm just going to I'm going to go back over here and hit some jumps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think most of us would have been like, okay, what the fuck do I do now? Right. Well, you know, some of us wouldn't even crazy. wouldn't even have I would have been in the car sucking my thumb. Um so just before I let you go, but just sum up your experience out there uh, you know, in a paragraph or two here. What what's your big sum up of this? I mean, yeah, like really nervous lots of nerves just a fucking ball of nervous energy um some of the best snow you know though like we had amazing snow amazing conditions um the contest pushes you in a direction that you probably wouldn't go like it kind of if not for that like maybe you wouldn't go as hard and it makes things happen like it's really cool that it like works out this way and you end up riding some of the best lines and the the best snow that you ever get to ride and it just happens to be a contest so it's, it's all just pretty crazy yeah the whole thing i mean as far as being a spectator and actually being uh, a part of the broadcast it was it was the most gripped i've ever been watching anybody snowboard ever and awesome. also the most fun and huge high five to every single human being that went down that course the ladies all you guys it was fucking nuts so thank you for providing entertainment <laughs> yeah it was awesome uh well thanks what what's your deal now are you up in revelstoke until friday and then you guys are out of there or are you bouncing yeah no i think we're gonna stick around today super sunny we're gonna teach raibu katayama how to snowmobile today oh that should and be fun i think we're gonna do a little uh i think we got some helicopter time so we might go flying around trying to film some stuff sweet all right ben thank you i will see you at peace park if not sooner and uh, heck yeah, dude. Sounds good. Thanks, Todd. See you, buddy. Appreciate it. See you, man. See, See you. Later, bro. Peace. 
Ben Ferg, now ladies give us and gentlemen. Some context as to why you called Ben Ferguson. Okay, well, I, I called I called Ben Ferguson because yesterday, um, as you may or may not know, I was fortunately tapped to do the natural selection uh, broadcast. Within Travis Rice was up against Ben Ferguson in the first heat of the entire event. Travis elected. I mean, Travis coming in as the champion elected to go first, which was like. I think a lot of the riders were thankful and also really nervous that Travis elected to go first. Yeah. But it's freaking Trav, dude. He bookended this entire event. He, he was the first one to go and the last one to go. But what ended up happening is, you know, Travis rolled into this into this line and no one really knew what to expect. You couldn't it was we knew that the face was really gnarly in seeing the images that that we the broadcast and and the people that were watching saw. But it wasn't until the drone angle happened where you were following these guys in and the drone would pull out and you would see what the riders were coming up on. So yeah. Travis Travis dropped in, did this run, gnarly, right? The, the run was gnarly, like, holy crap, this is legit. And then Ben dropped into his run and the, right in the center of, of the guts of this course is like a step down to like solid 60 footer, maybe even bigger. I'm rock just face, rock cliff, face cliff. And I'm, I mean, 60 feet, maybe it was 60 feet to not a good landing. So you like, you were meteoring out of the sky, just into the bottom. If like Wiley coyote shit, if you didn't make it and we're watching from this pulled back view of Ferg, just working his way towards this cliff, and, and you're we're trying all, to yell at him through the screen. It's pretty no, much, dude. And we were just way. like, "What the fuck?" Like this event is so, like coming from Dew Tour like a week ago, where we're like talking about people doing uh, switchy, shuffly shoo shoes on the rails into like just straight narboarding. Like it's really cool to see that, but it, it 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 this is the kind of snowboarding that takes your breath away. It's like. And it comes out of Travis Rice's head, dude. Like, he picked this face, and nothing was small. Everything was like, like let's say, like, you're, you're like a street comp, dude, and you roll in and find out everything is at mega ramp size. Yeah. And you're like, okay, we're just going to find our way down this. But I called, I called Ben because he handled a situation that would have had most normal humans – just yelling at the drone being like i need ropes like get me out of here because it didn't really look like he had an exit oh yeah that like, was my first thought is like that's where you're rescued yeah by ski patrol or well whoever a normal human beings would have like that's an unstrap and hike out and i've i've been cliffed out by stuff before where you unstrap and you hike out because it's simply not worth it but that's like terrifying it is the most terrifying thing is to be like not knowing but kind of knowing because yeah. because fur can't really creep to the edge of the cliff and look over and see how big it is all he's relying on is like this picture on his iphone or a piece of paper that has the runs on it to kind of know where he is and there's no sense of scale because no one had ridden this course to like to kind of like go underneath stuff and be like whoa that's that's really big like no one had any any of that recon so there's a resort here and this this is, is this next is next to it no this is deeper it's like okay so revelstoke mountain resort is the main resort in and that's Re a normal ski and that's resort. a normal ski okay. resort i mean you can get into get into gnarly terrain there but it's not like this was you're in a helicopter for 20 minutes flying 
deep interior okay, BC. Okay, so it's 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 way out there. What so if we're talking this in comparison to surfing, skateboarding, it's we're like, talking it's, Chopo, it's Mega Chopo, Ram. it's it's Nazare. Okay, so it's a big wave. It's a big tour. wave big wave event, but also with sections that allow you to do airs. have performance and have airs. So I mean, look, I'm just going to I'm going to stop talking about this because it's, you know, I, I highly suggest everyone go back and watch. I can tell you're excited. I like it, it. It's just rad, dude. It's like the Natural Selection Tour. The past few years, it's been, you know, Jackson Hole, Bald Face, man-made features, right? Like you're dealing with like basically jumps. It's like a slope style More event. normal-ish. Kind of like, but you still know, gnarly. still big, but normal-ish, like playful. This was taking that formula and just freaking hgh right in its ass and all of a sudden you've got this face that you're like holy crap dude like there's i can fucking die on yeah. this you know and you know we went through the day nobody got hurt the women crushed it all the men crushed it um but the, you know the standouts to me obviously Blake Paul gets second he he's like just liquid going down any face unbelievable rider but dustin craven and travis rice dustin craven is is an absolute beast when it comes to riding big step downy terrain on pillows to pillows like it's basically like super mario on steroids right and then travis who it's travis is on such another level with his ability to to have depth perception of like what that's his movie. It's his movie. It's like what's coming at you. And he did such a great job. His last line, he didn't even have to really go that hard, his last line in the event, but he did. And Travis just shut the thing down. He brought home his event. Um, Zoe Sadowski, Senate, put on uh, a clinic uh, for the women. Also, big shout outs to Elena Height, who picked some of the gnarlier lines. I think um, Zoe kind of took more of a freestyle or park riding route elena has been riding a lot of backcountry with jeremy jones so she took a like a more um i don't i don't want i hate the word extreme but more like intense uh angled scary scary terrain approach to it and it was awesome and and it was fantastic and and the crew that we had that was working with us um uncle toads was the production company with rima and the crew and they killed it, and it was a it was an awesome awesome event. The next one, now we move on and we go to Valdez, Alaska. So, if that's like what we saw in Revelstoke, that's step one. That's step one. The finals are, are in AK. Like, like I don't know. I don't know how you're gonna top two stop tour. Uh, well, we had the duels, which was how we whittled it down to the final group that would be competing at Revelstoke, right. and now we do another cut. And then the the top of the top head on to Valdez. Same thing. Helicopters. Helicopters. Nar boots. Yes. Men and women flying down mountains. Yes. And with, with sizable terrain. Of, and no one had to be rescued or no, no. One, no one got hurt. No. And also, too, like they've got the best people on staff. Like they, they don't... They don't really mess around. <laughs> they don't mess around. I keep going back to the being scared part because I just watched it and, and I had to literally like take breaks. Mm-hmm. Because it was very intense. You can tell through the commentary, the visuals, and the best part, 
hearing the writers. Yeah, it's the writer. Like, oh shit! Oh no! Oh god! Like yeah. the grunting, like listening to them go down was was something that I've never heard heard or seen. So that was that it was, was really cool. it was really cool, and I think that was the most evident like on Ben Ferguson's run where he ended up on that shelf and was just like fuck yeah fuck god yeah. damn it like you know y- y- you can you can kind of live through uh their emotions because they're they're telling you yeah what's happening so it was Honest, honesty it right was there. so insane i'm i'm still on like a high from getting a chance to do that you took the natural selection pill and it's I did, still dude. pulsing through your veins um, you're all fired up i got it i got a big shout out to uh liam griffin who is the um i guess he would be like the the organizer behind this okay. i mean he's the dude that is making this shit happen well there's a lot of people but liam seems to be the one who carries this shit on his shoulders and i don't know how the hell you did it because you had to bring this whole operation into the backcountry with with no power. Everything's running on generators. We lost the broadcast for a few minutes yesterday because the satellite they were clicked into got eclipsed by the sun, lost the signal, it had to find another yeah. satellite. So we had to kind of fill for like 10 minutes or so during the broadcast. But like all in all, there were not many technical hiccups and it was sweet it was sweet sweet from my couch it was sweet from your couch um okay so moving on in snowboard news we're i alluded to it in the sponsor plug you still can like our local mountains here in southern california to us which is obviously uh big bear snow summit uh mountain high like these are like the typical resorts mount baldy you can get to mount baldy but you still can't get up to the big bear lakes region or up into wrightwood um where mountain right. mountain highest the roads are still closed and i think it's because the the front way to get up to big bear right now what's that road i don't know 1815 whatever it is the, the main the windy road the main road that everyone goes to it's still not plowed still hasn't because been plowed. there's just so much snow like you mm, can't there's that well first of all they're trying to dig people out but they're so afraid because there's been so much heating over the last week like the snow is really heated up so the snow's getting heavy so they're really afraid of sizable avalanches coming down when they're doing um, Caltrans work. Because if the snow's like that and you cut it like that, this part's going to come down on. Maybe, but I'm also no scientist. You know, that's but that's fucking true. That, at least that's what I can. Yeah. So, but I will say this though: I've seen some. If you if you have a home up there, or you have a way to get up to Snow Summit and bigger. I've seen the Westridge Park at Snow Summit right now is back on, like old school, back on. Snowshoes. You could snow. You could snow. What is this? Splitboard. Yeah, you could just splitboard split up the road to Mountain High. Anyway, they're claiming they be open soon. They're right? claiming the sixteenth. The sixteenth well, is when they're going to have that road open. That's so like a week, two weeks. That's a week though. But think about it. You've had like. A long, I mean, it's a long time between when that storm hit. That was that was last week. Um, okay, and also in sunny outside. It is. <laughs> you're all white. Can you guys just open it? Um, also, the snow just doesn't stop falling. I know that there's a lot of people in Tahoe right now that are probably uh, loving it, but also really freaking over it. They just got another 30 inches between Saturday and today. I-80 is closed once again. They're running out of gas. They are running out of food at the grocery stores. It's no joke. Like, if you don't have the proper tires on your car, stay the hell off of I-80. Like, I don't understand how it's not. Like, how do you leave your home in either Reno or Sacramento in a Prius with 
uh, all seasons. What about or, a Honda Odyssey though? A Honda Odyssey with all season t- like how do you d- like? Yeah. I don't understand. Like, yeah, it snowed like forty inches, and we've had like ten feet over the last week. But I should be totally fine. I think people put a in lot my of trust in pre-runner. Trends. I should be good in my pre-runner. No four-wheel drive, but man, I got these mud tires. I don't think everyone is as knowledgeable as you are, Todd. No, it's I will a, say my this neighbor, is common though, sense. My neighbor Eves, uh, I was walking by. He was packing his car with snow gear, and he said, "You can tell Todd, I know what's up." Pointed down to his tires; they were snow tires. Sweet. And well. so you, ca- I guess, you can have snow tires in Encinitas. Look, look, powder's freaking awesome. Everyone loves powder. Just be smart getting there and be smart while you're in it and everything will right. be cool so that was snowboard news it's like that movie frozen but a horror version right where elsa just like dumped all over the town and nobody and everyone's gonna like donner party each other the cold never bothered me anyway chris okay go ahead what, what else do we have do you have anything i don't know a bunch of i don't even know what you've been saying are for we the done with, are we done with this podcast um, uh, sorry, sorry if you couldn't hear Ben very, very well. Todd's still learning how to use his phone about? and a microphone. Did you guys hear Ben? Uh, what, uh, put, we'll put it in the comments if you couldn't hear Ben. He could, they could totally hear Look, Ben. Look, you can take constructive criticism, Todd. You can take it and shove it up your ass. Well, you can learn how to use a microphone all after right. all these years. Surf News is brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. We're going to move on to Surf News. Portugal starting today. Today there. I don't know about here. The first day is the eighth. Today's the seventh, so it's different in Portugal. It's yeah, but a different not, time not zone. by much. I mean, it's like it could be starting. Day. There's a bunch of stuff happening there. We'll kind of let that thing unfold before the news happens. Uh, last week we had Sterling Spencer call on, leave us a special message about his documentary. Are you serious? It's I really got down to watch it. Did you watch awesome. it? Yeah, it's so good. It's Sterling so good. Spencer, Dave Malcolm, the crew. I was thinking of words to kind of describe: charming, informative, funny heartfelt yeah the whole thing i mean like sterling is such a like a disarming yeah human, you know what i mean like his his vibe is really pretty uh light and airy and fun and he just wants to joke around but like what he was like revealing yeah is like heavy he's like he he's the funniest guy ever but if you if you kind of feel all of a sudden behind the scenes this dude was like a traumatic brain injury basically put him in a state of perpetual wanting to commit suicide for and, like a long time. So and, it's and interesting too because he he got hit by his board on like a two foot day in Florida, so it was something that can literally happen to anyone surfing. You know, the board hit him in the back of the head, and then it was a downward spiral from there. But really cool to see not only the traumatic brain injury kind of part of that story, but also the the parts that kind of show what Sterling was doing way before anyone else was doing uh, on YouTube, the vlogging, and obviously the comedy that he put together was way ahead of its time. So it's nice to be able to kind of see all of that in a package. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations, boys. Yeah. Sterling and Dave. Go watch. Uh, go watch Sterling Spencer's uh, his documentary on on his journey. From his traumatic brain injury to where he is now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an ins- inspiring tale. I think it's on Stab. Might be on Stab Premium. Either way, you should all be signed up for Stab Premium at this point. It's great. And speaking of Stab, Zeke Lau had a great interview on Stab, basically talking about all the controversial calls that he's been part of, and there has been a lot. And it was really nice. It was refreshing to kind of hear both sides, right? Because I think a lot of times if 
whenever like big controversy in surfing which could be an interference could be you know kicking your board at someone and and i think zeke obviously owns up to the things that he did wrong but uh, i think for him you know getting attacked on message boards and just like bad press and all that i think a lot of us just kind of thought of zeke as like oh he wants to be kind of like the bad guy Mm -hmm. he wants to be the well we do we you know this is something that i think is missing even from all the like when we were coming up there was always like that dude yeah you know that that dude was kind of like the instigator like and it almost made you like respect respect but also like gave you someone to either root against or root for right do you know what i mean like it was just a personality like kind of like the pro wrestling formula. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I you think, have like, yeah. who's the undertaker? That's Zeke Lau. I think right? Zeke, yeah. I think he, part of him, I think leans into that, which is cool, but obviously he's human. And so, you know, it's, it's just nice to see, uh, the other, the other side, you know, how people, how people in that position are affected by social media, you know, by fans and all that. So I think it's cool. And I think that it, it to me, it kind of like leveled him out, right? Now he can have a fresh start. He didn't have a great start to the year. Two interferences back-to-back at Pipe and Sunset. So I think uh, it'll give some of us reason to root for Zeke Lau, which I think he totally deserves. Um, Check out that interview. Um, What else we got? We got some homies getting paid. Yeah, this is crazy. So, Todd, you were part of St. Archer early on. And this is kind of a similar deal. You've got... No, this, Brewing. this is a much this is, this is a much bigger deal. This is a much bigger, <laughs> still similar deal. So now, who Josh is, Kerr, B. Durbage, Joel Parkinson, Mick Fanning, among others, went in on a beer brand in Australia called Balter Brewing. Um, you know, cool packaging. I'm sure it tastes great. I know Australians love beer, mm-hmm. um, and they were, I would say, a little bit later to the whole craft beer kind of like indie beer movement that we saw here and they're uh they're doing well with it 20 million dollars no, 200, 200 million dollars so that's a zero 200 million 200 million dollars and however much they split that up uh they're doing well yeah and so i guess that that kind of Kersey double dip too. He he was in, he was dip. he was in on Saint Archer and did Balter. Yeah. So he's he's double dipped his beer, his beer windfall. I I, I missed out on all of these, things, <laughs> but I'm in now. I did invest. I don't have money to invest, but I invested, cobbled together something for a brand called Ration Ale, hmm. the NA beer brand. Mm-hmm. I think I've shown you, and I have I have some for you in my car. Sick. If you indulge. Is it uh, kind of like, like I'm hoping drinking decaffeinated coffee? Kind of, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's but it it tastes amazing. I love it. It scratches the itch. Rationale. Hey, we're the next Balter. I'm gonna be the next B Derbage, maybe. So some people are doing well. Other people's their paychecks got cut. Okay, a what is short. what is this uh, hype news you've got here? This is not hype news. I'm just again. De- I, just, I like. I had. I was feeling kind of lazy today, so I just copied and pasted a bunch of shit from Sad Magazine. But it's all pertinent. <laughs> Julian Wilson and Mateus Hurdy have been dropped by Red Bull. Kolo Handino dropped by Oakley, and I. I hate to just. That's like the negative that's, part. That's crazy to think of Julian Wilson without the bull on the tip of his board. 
Mateus Hurdy to me is that's the crazier one because he was like he's kind of OG future world title guy, whereas Julian is more of the Kersey speed. You know, obviously he's still one of the best surfers on the planet. People in are, his uh, next part of his people career. Are people are the, is, does that mean that the uh, the net is is tightening here? No, be, at the because bowl? this is the good thing. So in taking those guys off the team, now they're allowed to, or they've freed up cap space. Hmm. Sierra Kerr, Katie Simmers, Molly Picklum, and Sky Brown are all on Team Red Bull now. Wow. Or for, they, I don't know if it's a replacement or whatever, but I will take those four over those two. That's just me. Um, Chloe Andino. Was Chloe Andino head to toe Oakley? Was he Oakley no. Wetsuit? Okay. No. Uh, I don't even know if that that the rest of that doesn't isn't that pertinent. Um, <laughs> but in other news, in other news, you know we we've talked about sharks. Uh, we've talked about other things that can attack you in snowboarding. There's pigs attacking people and bears and cougars and cliffs. Um, you know, surfers are dealing with shit as well. A guy in Australia paddling back out and he turns around and there's a seal messing with him okay the seal apparently just started getting more and more pissed and bit his leash and somehow while thrashing around whipped his ripped his leash so hard that his board went back as he's underwater he hears a crack thinks his break he thinks he broke his board but it was the opposite. The board hit his shin and broke his shin in half. So a seal used the board as kind of like a slingshot, whipped it back into the dude, broke his shin in half. Wow. And it was a big guy. And so... Fucking uh, seals, yeah, dude. Gnarly. And I mean, then, I don't know how Heidi Klum was married to one Well, for so if you long. ever want to get by, you got to just get a little crazy. Um, in other animal attack news, this is from Beach Grit. Is this a new thing? Um, this is a new segment? They've, when yes, animals attack? When animals attack action sports athletes. Um, so Shout out stingrays. Orcas and sharks are enemies. Are they, though? Orcas are on top of the food chain. Sharks are second. Uh, there's been Says new discoveries. Who? Jacques Cousteau? Scientists. Oh, okay. Because here's, so here's an example. Do you know how a, an orca kills and eats a shark? Tom? Right, bites their liver out. Well, it's more gruesome than you may think. How? So what they, they do is, first of all, they stun them, bash them, right? You know, charge them, do whatever, and then they grab their pectoral fin. That's oh. is that this one? Yeah. Yeah. They grab the pectoral fin, and they start whipping the shark around until they peel all the skin off of the shark. And scientists have said. It sounds like Velcro being peeled underwater. And I'm kind of, I'm down with orcas, you know, but you have to, you have to remember that because you see all these like the video footage of them like seals. Well, (laughs) orca with the seals, you know, when the orcas like behind the boat and everyone's like, oh my God, because there's a lot of orcas just off of the coast here in in the Pacific Ocean. I mean, obviously up north in, in and around, um, um, Washington and, and Oregon, but here, and they're always like in the you know behind a boat, like okay. playing in the wake. I got it. But like would I, you rather? Oh would you rather? I'm not down with like a hyper intelligent animal. No, that's you're on a fishing trip. 
with your friends, because I know you're a big fisherman, mm-hmm. you're a couple miles off, you fall off the boat, the boat doesn't know you fell off, and you're out in the open ocean, would you rather deal with an orca yes. or a great white shark? Orca. Orca. Mm-hmm. I think I'm with you because... Like I've been you to can SeaWorld re- enough times. You can know, reason with you, you can, can just you just start apologizing for SeaWorld straight away. Like, I'm sorry. I watched this documentary where this orca was in captivity, made friends with this kid. Um, the kid noticed the orca's oh. fin was bent like that yeah, free in Willy. captivity. Gotta love that. That's a great doc. It's a, it's a, that's, a, that's a documentary. Yeah. Yeah. California Appeals Court <laughs> has ruled that Palos Verdes estates may be liable. Under the state's new coastal act for turning a blind eye to localism, the Lunata Bay boys Holy. are in trouble again. Are they, though? I don't know. What does that even mean? I've never been there, um, nor do I care to go there. Um, we're, we're, we just passed the anniversary of when um, that woman randomly said to the press that uh, COVID was spread through breaking waves. Remember when they shut the beaches down because of some ding dong from Scripps? That no. Just, yeah. Remember that? Remember that woman who like basically said like, you couldn't pay me a million dollars to go near the ocean right oh, now. Oh, because and, surfers were coughing into the water. Yeah, because surfers were peeing and coughing and then they closed the beaches down for I forgot God. about that. Remember how fucking crazy that shit was because we're like right around like i i was was was, you you know know, like facebook reminds you of all the stupid shit you've posted in the past humans well it reminded me today that like uh three years ago i posted uh, a stack of toilet paper yeah and saying fuck bitcoin we're now using shit coin i think mistakes were made (laughs) yeah there were some slight mistakes that were made you know we're moving forward yeah yeah. Uh, what else? Yeah, surf news. Like I said, Portugal may be starting tomorrow, so it's not going to be natural selection, but it should be pretty cool because super tubes. You know, it's sweet. Here's something very interesting. Also, beach grit, love them or hate them. I, I'm I tend to love any anyone that takes the time to write fun, funny things these days. Love them sometimes. Yeah. Um, they wrote a really good article about how the WSL could learn from what natural selection brought into yeah. the space but beach grit could also learn a little bit of tact in their headlines i think you need to you need to just let them exist i no, i i, I agree that stop stop trying to shut down beach grit <laughs> shut up <laughs> i sent Chaz my new song he said he was going to share it he didn't share it yeah so now you just I wanna, sent him a shirt you just want to shut down beach grit i think if chat if Chaz shares Shad? my shirt and my song <laughs> It's all self. It's all about me. All right, basically. skate news is brought to you by being be, beneath the peril. Being three th Tampa Pro went down, and oh my goodness! I've got a message from Paul Zitzer, one of the commentators at Tampa Pro. He says, "Quote: Tampa Pro is great. Uto and Giovanni and Jocelyn all had winning runs. Judges had to pick one. Uto won. Andy Anderson was the crowd favorite times a million." And that's saying something because this is a crowd of hardcore skateboarders, skate fans. Look, Andy Anderson does the craziest shit. He's so fun to watch. He's really fun to watch. And uh, he, he, he embodies what skating was when we all started. It's just, fuck you. I'm yeah. doing what I want to do and you guys can all eat it. Really fun to watch. I love Tampa Pro, Tampa Am. It's just a different type of 
this the cement park in the back. Now oh, this yeah. is this is my favorite part of Tampa Pro because I can relate to it. I'm a transition skater. I don't not down with flat bars. I got you one, like a street course. I got one move on a flat bar. Heel flip. I got a heel flip something whatever. Probably do a frontside air on a fucking quarter pipe whatever. At any rate, Tom Shar put on an absolute demo with that um, the tranny to pop out. To, to ledge, yeah, floating the, ledge. The best trick events of those of both the indoor and outdoor part of Tampa Pro are just so gnarly. Mm-hmm. T- uh, Don't so, sleep on Tom Shar is he's kind yeah, of he's, of he's kind of been, been out of he's kind of been decade. out of the spotlight. Yeah, I would say, but looks like Tom Shar is back. I think Tom Shar was built for events like Vans Park Series, you know, the Coastal Carnage events. These big kind of deep. Bowl yeah. events just like outdoors at Tampa Pro. Bring back uh, Vans Park Series, please. Return my calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else went down? Uh, there's a new foundation video out called Whippersnappers, and there's just something so right and righteous about the classic foundation logo. You know, the the moon and the star. Mm. Like old school foundation. Yeah, it just I, it feels like there's a resurgence. Um, like men, pre, women, boys, pre and girls on F. that team just ripping. Pre the, love it. Pre Frank Harada. Like we're talking Todd Swank. Frank Garcia Harada. Nope. Okay, whatever. <laughs> you can't leave out the Garcia. He leaves he out the Garcia. Uh, later this year, the new nin- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie is coming out. Is this nerd news or is this skate news? This is skate news okay. because Seth Rogen, the producer of it, says. If you're wondering about, so he was on the Hawk vs. Wolf's podcast and was basically saying the turtles skate, they rip, and the soundtrack is going to be a kind of a throwback slash shout out to the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater soundtracks. Very cool. So that's freaking rad. That's some skate news. Um, some other skateboarding stuff happened. I'm going to set up a new board. Are you really? That's big skate news. I'm not, I'm so, my skateboard is just, I don't even. You, can you come back up? I'm not even looking at Come it. Come on right out. Now. I'm not looking at it Come right out. now. I'm going snowboarding. Come out. I'm into snowboarding now. Pull up on me. Uh, nerd News is brought to you by Bachan's Japanese barbecue sauce. Tight. With the new nozzle. And I will say, so I've learned something about Bachan's. What's up? This is Nerd News, permission to speak freely, right? Teenage so, Mutant Ninja I've Turtles. I've learned with Bachan's. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Heroes in a half shell. You right? put... Okay, so I got chicken legs in the air fryer. So now I think to 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 get the best out of the bachons, I don't coat the chicken before I put it in there. I put it in there for about twelve minutes. You marinate the chicken, and then I put the bachons on, and then it crisps up for the last couple of You're minutes. You're supposed to marinate it. No, first. no. If you marinate in bachons and put it in the air fryer, it burns. It really? Yeah. So you've got to put it on. Oh my god, it's so good. Thanks, you, if you crisp Martha up the bachons, the bachons just. Like crispy skin bachons. Okay. It's amazing. I believe you. Um, you know, Nerd we, news. You know we bid farewell to San Diego's best dual genre restaurant. They tore Chinatown down. Yeah. It's, it's, they're going to put a try, uh, try restaurant in there. French, Chinese, and Italian. Come on. Mm-hmm. And what's it called? It's going to be called... Le, Le Chinatown? <laughs> Le, Le Chinatown... 
Hey. hey. Anyways, this is stupidity. There's some uh, new shows on nerd television. Nerd news. Back. What, are you, what are you watching? Uh, F1 Drive to Survive. I watched the first episode. Did you like last it? Last night. I liked it. Action-packed. Even though you know how it ends, it's just a nice watch. Mandalorian. Eh. I watched the first episode. Eh. What are we doing? What are we going to do here? I don't know. Because I, it's good, but it's kind of just the same Mandal- thing. Mandalorian news right now. I can't go back to silly Star Wars. Like, we went... I mean, you, did you watch Andor? I didn't watch it. Okay, so Andor, look, I'm watching, I watched, Andor was a huge fan. Last of Us, huge fan. Now, That's I mean, Star Wars. it's not Star Wars, but it's got me Could in you? that mindset of like. You're kind of serious now. Ser- I'm like a serious guy now. He's like, uh, he's more into cinema and dramatic shows. I just, I like, like comedy. I like consequences. I want to, like, you're not going to, you're not really going to see. Uh, real consequential death in the Mandalorian. How the hell it's are so, they going to wrap up The Last of Us? Chris, Chris. How? how because Chris, there's one episode left, there and there's so yeah. much. You're not going to like open it. Open space. You're not going to like it. Don't tell me. I'm not going to tell you. But look, there's a, there's a lot to. Unpack. There's a there's a whole. Is it there, a one hour, two hour episode? I don't know how long it is. It is it is a lot to unpack in one episode, and, and you know I'm sure they're skimming over a lot of stuff that is part of the lore and the story. But we have this whole like second and third season that they've already planned out that's going to cover the in between of the first and the oh, second game, good. and then the second game, and that's when shit. But we got to wait all summer. I'll tell you this though. All summer, probably gonna have to wait like three years the way this shit goes these days. They got to just start filming. Um, Bella Ramsey. Yeah. She's incredible. I oh, think yeah. she. I think she's incredible. Obvious. And, and she's she's done an amazing job portraying uh, Ellie's, you know, personality in The Last of Us. I don't know how, because because there's a big time jump between the first and the second. Uh, oh, she's like a game. grown up later. Yeah, she's like I think she's like eighteen or nineteen, and so she's fourteen in this. So there's a there's a solid time jump, and a lot happens um developmentally between a 14 year old girl and a 19 year old girl not with her though i think she's i don't know i don't develop she I, just hacked some just dude up careful i know no spoilers um but hey i'm just saying I it's, it's gonna be really hard to to replace um bella they might Ramsey. Not have to they can do makeup have you ever seen um they're gonna age her the curious case of benjamin button yes if they can do that in reverse they could do bella like two years so my question for you, mm-hmm. when they're unfolding the paper, what are they eating beef jerky? Yeah, it's beef jerky. Simple. It's the last of their beef jerky. The last of beef jerky. Then. Yeah. What uh, else? Make or Break. What is that? Has dropped all the rest of their episodes. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Apple Plus, World Surf League. Oh, that. Behind the scenes. Is there Chris Cote's voice featured heavily? It doesn't. We've talked about. It doesn't this. have several of the ingredients that I need to keep Episode my Episode seven is very Cote heavy. So. Oh yeah. Turn it up, celebrate it. The na- hopefully the neighbors will call and be like, "Is Chris Cote over there yelling about surfing again?" And once again, that's what we want. Did you get paid? Who? <laughs> <laughs> Uncredited. Uncredited and unpaid. Well, wow, what is this? Technically paid. Are you running charity over here? Oh, because you signed the contract. Apple Plus is a organiza- uh, org dot org. Oh yeah, is yeah. that how they are? Yeah. Okay, so you Me, get, you're basically getting Jennifer the shaft. Jennifer Aniston, uh, everyone else. <laughs> we we just do it because we love it. Okay, um, I'm changing, Todd. Into what? I don't know. I'm changing into the type of person that watches 
Joe Rogan shorts what's on the dif- YouTube. What's the difference between Joe Rogan shorts and Joe Rogan longs? Um, I think Joe Rogan shorts are kind of like the the drug that the drug dealer gives you for free to get you in because what I've been seeing is fascinating and I've always thought of myself as not a Joe Rogan person, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going in. Okay. Hey, fair You've enough. Been in? I, yeah. I, I what do you think of those shorts? Like I don't. I don't know the snippets because I've li- I listen to the longs. Oh, you go long. Yeah, I've listened to. You're like a Joe Rogan guy. I I look. You um, should do a podcast. When I drive, I like to fill up my drive with people just talking, and Joe Rogan happens to fit that. Even if you don't personally agree with what Joe Joe Rogan is represents, I could give a shit less. It's just you know yeah. someone. You either take it or you leave it. But he does have some pretty fascinating. Interviews. I will tell you this, and I, I was talking about this. I, I got to figure out what the name of the podcast was. Did I talk about this already? The about s- the hydron, the Haldron collider. Did yeah. I talk about it on the podcast? Yeah, okay. multiple times. Never mind. I'm still like tripping on that. Yeah. CERN, C E R N, is the is the company. Are uh, you certain? <laughs> anyways, that's the name. We're all gonna die because because I watched the governments a- are trying to make a black hole to make. Uh, infinite energy and we're all gonna die my, my I'm not worried about reason. anything else climate change not worried I'm you're not I'm more worried about yeah. the black hole they're trying to make um check out Willie D from Ghetto Boys on Joe Rogan okay solid we're gonna like eat elk <laughs> alright so shoot arrows there's a lot of questions this week um why don't we go ahead and start in on all the right. questions got some here uh, we're going to answer your questions. If you have any questions in the live right now, I will also answer those questions because I can't get out the questions that are in my phone because I'm doing the live. So if you have okay. questions, drop your questions right now in the live. There's only 27 people watching this bullshit, so you guys okay, can here we potentially go. answer all your questions. Go ahead, Chris. Um, I'm uh, waiting. We're all waiting. I got it now. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Mason Butner. What does he say? What's Mason? Might have? be too late, but curious to hear Todd's thoughts on Travis Rice's win over Dustin Craven. I thought Dustin should have won that match. Did the judges get it wrong? Okay, so I had a long uh, conversation this morning about this. Yeah, uh, on actually, this podcast. No, mean? I, had, I, oh, talk, I talked about this with Chris Rasman. Who's a different Chris. Chris Rasmus from Canada, part of the Man Boys, all incredibly good snowboarder. Okay. And, you know, half, like, pretty much most of Canada is up in arms that the the win was given to Travis over Dustin. Oh. And I can see both sides of the story. But There's also... A sticker for that. The judges had to, had to weigh into whether or not... Well, Dustin kind of stopped on top of that pillow stack. Travis carried his line through... Um, speed power flow speed power flow I mean look I I even said it yesterday in the broadcast I'm like yeah some questionable judging on a couple of the calls and I was really referring to the Craven call over Rice maybe did the right person win the right person won the event because well here's here's the the thing I would have loved to have seen Dustin Craven up against Rice in the final and it it, I I feel like the head-to-head is cool but also Best of two runs over the whole thing could clear this whole thing up, you know, and, and you whittle it down. Maybe you do like the a du- leaderboard. Maybe you do the duels to get to the top four, 
right? Because they have top four go, you know, anyways, and then the yeah. finals are top two. But you just have the top four, and those four people go down twice, and then you can have like this, you know, you can be pitting these people against each other, right? Which is like I don't like. I hate the way that the head-to-head format. You eliminate some of the best talent in the event. You want to see more. straight away. You know, I think you want that more. Yeah. I think I think a leaderboard style uh, event structure. You know, the Eddie backdoor shootout. Uh, you know, but head-to-head, head-to-head, it it it's has cool. a place. You know, I think I think you could do head-to-head, but if the second place person in the head-to-head still has a higher score Ooh, that's than an interesting, other head-to-heads. Interesting call on that one. There's like, let's say you take, if it's eight people, if it's eight head-to-head heats, you have a top eight, and then you've got two more of the highest okay. finishing Okay, I see, and that's placers. how you get your top four to compete against Dude. each other. Okay. Hey. I'm following you. We'll run your event. What else do you have for questions? Hana Lee said, what is the skateboarding equivalent of what Chopo is for surfing in Alaska is for snowboarding. Cho- what's the equivalent of Chopo Mega event? ramp, I, I would think. Maybe Elliot Sloan's house. Fucking Swamp Fest. Swamp Fest. <laughs> That's just way different. <laughs> That's its own thing. John Veter says the Freeride World Challenger uh, is making its inaugural debut in Whistler this weekend. This is the contest for those who didn't qualify for the rest of the F1. So what, what is the Freeride World Tour? So Freeride World Tour is... it's. "Quote unquote," it used to be called the extremes, and it's like it's more of an extreme comp, which is like this weird thing because what natural selection did is it's I don't know like how do you even compare these two? These two live in the same. I mean that the the terrain that we saw at Revelstoke is probably going to shit on the terrain that they have for their free ride tour this weekend. But it can be. It doesn't have to be as much of a spectacle. It can still be something that no, it's is still gnarly. It's still cool, and it's still cool. And but who will be in it? It's a different. It, it's a different style of riding. I, I, don't, I have no idea. Right. I have well, no idea. Have I can only follow so much shit. Thanks, John. Uh, Zachary Holson Holson something says, "Hey Todd, would you rather co-host broadcasting the Natural Selection with?" Snowboard Jesus or eat Panda Express before your next flight. Wow. I think, you know, honestly, I think it would be really funny to co-host with Snowboard Jesus. Yeah. Just so you're no, you're no, you're no I, longer going to eat Panda Look, Express. I don't, I don't want to go back to my Panda Express experience yeah. last week. I, I don't want to relive that. Fair. I will celebrate Panda Express before my next flight. Mark Pags. Pags wants to know. Natty select questions. Did Dusty get dusted in the semis? Did anyone catch the score on the screen of the women's final after the feed cut out? It looked like the scores didn't reflect the results. Ooh, conspiracies. No, okay, so we, the big question about when when the women's feed went down, we had that crazy sunspot that kind of blocked out the satellite at the bottom half of Zoe's run. We got the intel from, because the judges still had a feed. And Zoe's run was not any, nothing happened. The right person won in that final. As long as the right person won. Yeah, the right person won. I think had Elena um, stomped that, I think it was like a double or a triple stack into that shoot where she kind of almost ran into a bush at like a thousand miles an hour. Had she landed that, I think it would have been a lot tighter. 
you know, because you're 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 contrasting a lot of these riders too. You're contrasting these crazy styles against each other. Like Elena Height is more back back country, like Billy goading around lines that that are really scary and you can't see. And obviously Zoe is just chucking switchback twelves in the park these days. So it's like you've got these two riders that are looking for two completely different things to play to their strengths. Right. Uh, unfortunately for Elena, she didn't put the board under her feet as much as she probably could have. But, you know, Elena Height could easily go to the World Freeride Tour and just mop up this weekend. Fair. So. Fair. Um, Brad Massey, Massey Time, says, I got another music question for you. What is the weirdest live show you have ever seen? Oh. I'm going to say the weirdest live show I've ever seen is uh, Mortis at Brick by Brick with the Johnson Brothers. They weren't playing. They were who I was with at the show. Mortis at Brick by Brick. YouTube Mortis at Brick by Brick. And you'll see why this was, in fact, the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Weirdest Enjoyable. Weird. Weirdest show that I ever saw was Guar in Denver. Guar uh, in Denver. I saw Guar in Denver a long-ass time ago. And I came out of there. It was like a winter night. Wet. I came out wet and just covered in corn syrup blood because we were like really close That's weird. to the stage. Yeah. And it was like, the, you know when you're just like, ugh, like super, unco- it was like going to like a Gallagher show. Like, right. a, you know, it's like, you had like I was watermelon just exploded fucking covered in fake guts and just corn syrup. It was in my hair. That's nice. And I just got to like sit in the back of someone's car. You're like cold all the way back to Boulder where we were living at the time. It was all guard out. I was all guard out. Um, Eric Hamilton says, "Is another uh, should that run have gone to Dustin instead of Travis? If they didn't give it to Travis, we may have never seen such an incredibly fearless." Right, and that's and that's another thing. It's subjective, but I think that you know, there's a lot to that statement. Is we wouldn't have seen that fucking hell line by Travis at the end. Hella line. I mean. I don't, the, the the person that was riding the best won the comp. That's how I can how, how I can say it. I Fair. mean the matchups are crazy. I yeah. it was we we were really confused about a couple of the scores. There was another score where Big Air Jer kind of um, who's Big Air Jer? Uh, Jared Elson uh, took out Blake Paul in one of the scores, but Blake. You know, the next right. score kind of took him out. That was nothing there was, glaring. Though. Nothing, nothing like. Glaring. But but I mean, there's a lot of people that will argue that that um, Craven's score was blatantly like a holy shit moment. We do have a sticker for that. What does the sticker say? Cry is free. Hard to say it when it's two of your friends involved, huh? I guess. But, yeah. You know, I don't know. It's Are just, you telling all of Canada that Cry is free? No, I'm saying that I'm okay, I'm, I'm, just I'm hel- holding your back, dude. I love me back. I love. I'm holding you back. <laughs> I love Craven, and I and he is he is a magnificent specimen. And I wish, I wish that we would have seen a Craven versus Rice head to head, so we can watch the most fucked up snowboarding on that terrain that we've ever seen. I'm just glad everybody had a good time. Shut the fuck up with that. Uh, McGill Skate Shop is reopening in a brand new location. And uh, this is this is big news because oh yeah, this it's is huge. Thirty fifth anniversary of McGill Skate Shop. We're gonna have Tony Hawk, Lance Mountain, Hasoy, Stab, Stab, Caballero, Elliot Sloan, Rodney Mullen, Jimmy Wilkins, and of course Mr. Mike McGill. 
Uh, they'll all be there. 3 to 5.30 on Saturday, March 18th. It's right up the street. It's going to be a real... I mean, that's... where I got my first skateboard. That's huge. Not the new location, obviously. But it's uh, that's going to be really cool. So if you it have... It used to be a block away, did you know? I know. It was right over there. And then it was over there. If, if you can fulfill your Bones Brigade fantasy. Um, fill your bone stoke. <laughs> all right. Well... What do, you got, what do you got coming up? Are you gonna be Are you gonna be here next week? Um, I'm gonna go snowboarding. Well, well, you and I we're gonna we have to go snowboarding this week for that thing. But the roads are closed. Not to Baldy. What? I don't have a shovel, dude. You need a shovel, dude. We talked about this last time. Thursday. Every time I go up there, the whole crew is like unpacking snowshoes and sticking them in their backpack. Don't and worry. Lasers and. Things. It hasn't snowed in weeks. Like we'll be fine. I'm not backpacks gonna... with airbags, and I don't have anything, and I'm the worst one of the group. We're gonna go. <laughs> want to? We have to go snowboarding this week. We're gonna go there. It's supposed oh, to be warm. It'll be wonderful. Um, that's it for this episode. Big thanks to Ben Ferg for calling in. If you are just joining us right now, you can go back. <laughs> just joining us. On, well, there's people that are just joining right now. They're like. What's going on in here? Oh, my God. What are you doing? Party's over. We interviewed Ben Ferguson about his butt-puckering moment on top of the cliff earlier in this live. So go back, rewatch the live. Uh, high fives to everybody. Go and watch the Natural Selection Tour that we did yesterday. It was fucking awesome. What we is will- that? Shut the... God, you're so fucking annoying. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week.